0: The NFL gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by win bet bet $100 at win bet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to the sports slash win That's the sports podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN fantasy football podcast. They're giving away an autograph free Deandre Swift Jersey and a merch store gift card. Get all the details by following them on Twitter. At SGPN Fantasy.
1: I'm just about that action, boss. (laughs)
0: Welcome everyone to another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, October the fifth, and we are here to preview the Sunday morning games for Week number five. If you don't know my voice, I am Ryan McIntyre, and I'm joined by my friend, Mister Old Fashioned Football himself, J Mark. J Mark, how you doing, man?
1: I'm good. It's October, which means Wednesday night college football. So we got football Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's a great, great time of year.
0: That it is. And we have another game across the pond. So crack open the mimosas again this Sunday morning to (laughs) start the NFL Sunday marathon once again.
1: Absolutely. I'm going to go with Bloody Mary myself. Um, Have a Bloody Mary with maybe some whiskey in it, you know?
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, you are uh, Mr. J Mark football and you guys do have bourbon on your show. Everybody check out J Mark's uh, Wednesday show with his wife. So That's where I get all my fantasy content. Before we dive into this slate, what do you think your initial thoughts on this? I mean, we got 10 games to dive into. First quarter of the year in the book, so we're starting to see some trends with these teams. What stands out with you right away?
1: Yeah, well, looking at the lines, we talked about it a little bit. Um, There's a lot of even lines, so your seven point favorite. It's not seven and a half, three point really makes me worried about a lot of pushes but um we did not have a a good week last week no, on we the show not. so i'm ready for a rebound how about you
0: yes we're regressing in a positive way this week and we're ready to give out some winners but before we do that and dive into this 10 game slate i want to shout out win bet thinking of joining win bet now is the perfect time for new customers who bet 100 to get a 100 free bet Plus, the WinBet Casino is open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit up to $1,000. Looking to join WinBet, biggest winner's clubs? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned 6 bucks into $4,000. If you ask me, that's a pretty good turnaround. Plus, they got a a $1,000 bet. Winbet truly for D-Gens only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. And offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play through. Winbet is available. If you are someone who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by, and it's football season, FUBU TV. If you watch football, you need to get FUBU TV. FUBU TV TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with the NFL Red Zone and games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FUBU TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FUBUTV.com slash SGP. That's f u slash SGP. All right, just like last week, Jay Mark, we are going to start across the pond in this ten-game slate that we're going to preview on Sunday, October the eighth. We're going to go with the three and one surprise team, G-Men, going over to London to play the Green Bay Packers, who are also sitting at three and one. Green Bay currently laying eight. The over/under set at forty-one. Obviously, the Giants have question marks at their quarterback position with Daniel Jones or Dan Jones, as Kramer says and Tyrod Taylor on their status. It sounds like neither of them's going to play, and it's going to be potentially Jake Fromm. What's your thoughts on this game?
1: Jake Fromm, State Farm, right? Yeah. Uh, this Packers team were a big favorite last week against the Patriots, and then they needed overtime to beat them. I know the Giants are having some quarterback issues. By the way, it kills me that we lost to the Giants behind two Dan Jones rushing touchdowns <laughs> like – what the hell um but these this Giants team they can run the ball so well their first in rushing yards a game where the Packers are 22nd now I know there's a narrative where the Packers stack the box to make sure they can't beat them on the run however I think um I think the Giants could get this done as far as cover I don't think they're going to win or maybe I do think they will stay tuned on that um the Giants are a lot better against the passing you'd think though allowing 191 a a game Packers 18th in the passing game. Rogers just he's won games, but he hasn't looked like the same Rodgers to me. And part of that might be that receiver core is atrocious. I mean, I know the young guys are starting to step up, but they still they don't have any proven guys that you can count on each week. Um so I, I just think both these teams are going to focus on the run. This is going to be a slow game, I think, um, yeah. because of the run. And when you have a slow game where both teams are focusing on the run, especially with that travel, then you have a close game. So I could see the giants covering this. I like them at plus eight. What do you feel here?
0: The first thing that stood out was the total diving down from 45 and a half to 41. I read off the stats last week about international games. It seems to favor the favorite, uh, favorites over a field goal overseas in London. If you take out the Jaguars because the Jaguars have played so many games in London are 16 and two straight up in 12 and six ATS. The first thing that came to mind, honestly, when I saw eight and with the Packers struggles offensively was this is a great tease option to tease the Packers down. So that may be something we give out in the lock dog tease portion of it, but I'm going to lay the eight just because of the G men question marks at the quarterback position. I I think they struggle to even get to 10 points in this game. So if they are around 10 points, let's say, then all the Packers need to do is score 20. And I think Rodgers in that offense can grind out 20 points, whether they got to run the ball with Dylan and Jones, or it, it seems like that young receiving core is actually coming along slowly. Um, mm-hmm. I know Rodgers is frustrated at times and he's, After the game on Sunday, he was saying, if we keep playing like this, we're not going to beat anybody. So I look for them to bounce back and play well Sunday in London.
1: So you got any other thoughts on that one? I don't know. Just as somebody who doesn't like Rogers, I love when the receivers drop the ball and just the look he gives them because he's such an ass, you know, he really is. And just that look like I'm never throwing to you again type of look. It just cracks me up every time. So, um, yeah, I see where you're coming from there for sure. As far as Giants struggling to put up points, but um, I, I still like them to cover. I guess we'll see. It, it. I think this will be close. I think you're right. It might be right around that ten mark, but hoping a, a couple couple points go my way.
0: It seems like the Giants are also like the worst 3 and one team of all time and some regression is coming, whether, <laughs> Don't you're, tell going Kramer. Off, whether you're going <laughs> diving into PFF or football outsiders or just not having a quarterback. But, yeah, uh, I'll lay the points with Green Bay. Let's move on into the early afternoon window if you're on the East Coast or Central like yourself, morning if you're in the West like uh, SGPN. Miami is going to New York. Uh, the Dolphins laying three with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Over/under set at forty-five and a half. Miami currently minus one sixty-five on the money line, and those New York Jets coming off a big winner plus one fifty. What do you think here, man? AFC East battle.
1: Yeah, I mean, with Tua out and Teddy two gloves in, he he looks decent. I thought in in relief of Tua there. Um, gosh, this one's tough for me because my gut wants to go with the jets, but that just feels so gross. It feels really gross to go with them. Um, a lot of times we've seen a backup quarterback come in and do great in relief. And then the next game he falls on his face, you know, and doesn't do as well. So I got my eye on that. It also, it's really weird to me. Two things that are weird to me about this jets passing game. They're fourth in yards per game in the league, which is Crazy when you think about the fact that they've had Joe Flacco at the helm for three games. And I also find it quite funny that quarterback Zach Wilson had more receiving touchdowns than the Steelers wide receivers did last week. Sorry, Steeler fans. Um, But yeah, I'm going to just go with my gut because last week I tried to go with all the trends and we had a bad week. So I'm going with my gut and I'm taking the Jets plus three and a half or is it plus three?
0: Um, the Jets Sorry. are plus three. So it's down to three. Plus three yeah. And I'll take you know, them at plus three. And I know you're going to like this. Miami is one of the biggest public sides of the week currently.
1: Yeah, I do like that. Fade them. Fade the public. It,
0: it, the teams that have had mm-hmm. the short by so far this year have struggled. Um, mm-hmm. You think about Kansas city and LA when they both came off their Thursday night game, the following week, they one loses to the Colts. One loses to the Jaguars. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with you and take the home dog as well. I think a lot of people have fallen in love with Teddy Bridgewater and his covering stats. But if you really look at it since 2020, when he came off that knee injury, he's only 15 and 14 against the spread. I know in this career, he's 43 and 21, but he's also another guy that's better as a dog than he is as a favorite. So he can, he's 27 and nine ATS is a dog. So a lot of his stat inflations come from when he's a dog. And I, there's something about this Jets team I think they can match up with uh, to a certain degree with Hill and Waddle. I know those are two guys that are hard to check, but with Sauce and, the, and that secondary, I think the Jets can keep this one close and have a chance to win it. I just – the fact that Miami is such a public side too and the number is not weighing off of three, that, that line reeks.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm curious how often a team is favored when they – the next game when their backup quarterback is in um cuz normally you would expect them to be a dog now i know they're not because it's the jets but it still feels off
0: yeah and um the jets have struggled coming off wins under the sala era but i looked back uh under their last win last year when they beat the jaguars the next week they played tampa it was a famous antonio brown game where he threw his pads into the stands <laughs> and they easily covered that game i mean they were 14 point dogs and they were leading the whole way until the end when Brady brought him back, so they easily covered in that matchup. I think Wilson being back is definitely an upgrade over Flacco. I know I know people don't really like Zach Wilson, but I thought he played really well in the fourth quarter uh, down the stretch on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it seemed like it took him a little bit to shake that rust off, but um, he did look good after a while there.
0: So we're both on the home puppy, as Dylan would say. <laughs> Trans- transitioning into a, a dog that's been profitable for everybody this year, the Atlanta Falcons four and zero against the spread this year. Go down to Tampa Bay; they're both two and two, so NFC South stakes on the line here. Tampa Bay minus eight and a half, over under forty eight. You think Atlanta keeps uh, being a cover machine here?
1: This line is another one that feels off to me, um, and part of me is worried that it by the time this game rolls around, it's going to be heavily played by the public for the Falcons but I'm guessing that this is the books fading Marcus Mariota fading the fact that Cordero Patterson is out but Algaier and Huntley looked good they both had 10 carries and averaged over five yards of carry um and, and they did they didn't outgain the Browns but they looked good against the Browns um I know I picked the Browns to win last week didn't work out and I feel bad because I I'm a Falcons truther this year. Yeah. I've had a lot of belief in him. And then last last week I didn't, and they uh they made me pay for it. Um, I can really see this going two one of two ways for Brady too. His little divorce saga that more and more public interest is coming out. <laughs> Does he come out pissed off from his loss last week and just torches him? Or is he still play like he's kind of distracted, which is what I've felt like I've seen from him all year? I think it's more of the latter. I think he continues to be distracted. Um, and again, didn't ride with the Falcons last year, uh, week paid for it. So I'm, I'm taking the Falcons plus eight and a half. What do you got here?
0: I think this is a trap for everybody to take the hot Falcons Cardell Patterson being out hurts. They only completed seven passes last week in Tampa. Tampa had a bad night defensively against Kansas city. So I think that defense is going to be ready to go with Todd bolts. And I think. Tampa or Atlanta's walking into a hornet's nest on Sunday in Tampa. I think Brady is 10 and O straight up nine and one ATS against the Falcons in his career. Uh, everybody remembers 28 to three. I mean, he was down 28 to three and still covered against the <laughs> Falcons. So, and Brady's got all these trends when he's has two straight losses um, going in his favor as well. And I just think this is a statement game for Tampa where they're just this is another great tease option as well. You could tease the bucks down from eight and a half to two and a half, but I'm going to lay the points. I think they get this one done by a three scores and get that get Brady and that offense back on track. It sounds like they're going to be getting healthy at the receiver position too.
1: Yeah, for sure. Now is Brady's mind just there, or is he still thinking about his divorce?
0: <laughs> hey, he's sticking with his true love, foot the game of football. <laughs> true, true. Uh. <laughs> We're going to stay in Florida for the next matchup, and we're going to go to the AFC South. Houston is traveling to Jacksonville, and I can't remember the last time Jacksonville was a seven-point favorite. So this is a uh, big line for those Jaguars, over under 43-and-a-half. You ride with the Jags to cover this big number?
1: I am. What scares me about it is the Texans the last four years have played the Jags very good. Um and beat them outright multiple times, but this Jacksonville defense this year is super good. Um, I I think if they can get started fast like they did last week against Philly, where they went up fourteen nothing, the Texans don't have that same offense that Philadelphia has. They're not going to be able to catch up from fourteen nothing. Um, I think that defense can pressure Mills. I think they can slow Pierce, who had a great game and and really made me feel good about my offensive rookie of the year pick. Um. But I think they control this game from the very start, and even Texans faithful Moonoff said he didn't think the Texans had a hope in this one. So I'm I'm going to go with that, and I'm going to take the Jags. Um, I'm cautious here of another push because I think they're seven point favorites, but um, I, I like the Jags here. How about you?
0: Yeah, no, you mentioned that the Texans have beat them outright five straight. I think this is a letdown for Jacksonville, not in terms of they're going to lose the game, but I'd like Houston to cover this number. Even though Houston's 0-3-1, they're 2-1-1 and against a spread. 3-1 and if you got the Chicago game at the right number, if it jumped to 3.5. So these Texans, I mean, they're down 27-7 to last week, and I thought they were down and out. Next thing you know, you blink, and they got it down to 27-21. They're going in to tie the game. If They had to settle for a field goal, but like they're a feisty bunch and they just seem to be, they, they like playing for lovey. So I i think they're going to keep playing for lovey and I think they'll keep this one close.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, for me, I just can't back a team that lost to the bears to this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you know, the Niners lost some to too.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> but everybody chalks that one up to the monsoon, but, uh, well, how are you betting this Jaguars team going forward? It seems like the market's starting to give them a little bit respect. I mean, I thought, well, last week that I thought they should have covered. I know they they go up fourteen nothing. The Doug Peterson get up spot, and they were up for it. I mean, they were up fourteen zip and then kinda Trevor Lawrence went back to his rookie year in terms of fumbling the ball.
1: Yeah, no, I um that that one made me nervous because I was on the Eagles and it's like, holy shit, fourteen nothing. But uh Eagles came back. I I like the Jaguars team. I think they have a lot of belief in themselves. Um, Doug Peterson has been better than I expected as far as getting this team right, especially after last year's disastrous um, season that they saw. I I do I'm kind of with you that they're kind of getting more respect now. At what point will it be too much? You know, at what point where they will they be favored by too much? Um, and I would be cautious of that for now with small lines, I'm definitely riding them even against good teams. um, I think that they have enough pieces to cover a lot of games.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, we, we talked about our power rankings and we'll be releasing our power rankings here shortly. So uh, keep an eye out for our Twitter feed. Uh, The Jaguars may or may, may not be in it. They're a French top 10 team, I think in all our minds, but I'm with you. It's, it's always different for a team that transitions from the hunter to the hunted. You just look at the lions last week, where it was the first time they actually were favored in 26 games and they lay an egg at home. So a lot of moral victories for Jacksonville so far this year and a couple outright victories, them going to LA and uh, beating Indianapolis the way that they always seem to beat Indianapolis, no matter who's the quarterback. So I, it's something I'm just going to keep an eye out for. I really like this team, but I think, I think it's too early to back them as a touchdown favorite.
1: Yeah, the the Chargers game, it makes me really wonder how much of that was really good game planning by Jacksonville versus how much was it Herbert's injury limiting him so much. Um, his numbers weren't bad necessarily, but we knew he was dealing with that rib injury, and I wonder if that just really set him back and threw everything off rhythm.
0: No, I agree with you there. And you, everybody listening is probably wondering where Justin and I are getting these stat trends for these uh, games this week. No other than Elias game plan. Do you ever wish that before every NFL game, you could just get up to date and accurate information before placing bets or locking in your fantasy lineup? Well, now you can with the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Whether you're part of the fantasy tournament, placing bets, or you are just a huge sports fan that likes stats, Elias game plan has everything you need. It's the most trusted name in sports stats, the official statistician of the pro sports league since 1913 from ESPN, your local radio broadcast and and, and national TV broadcast, Elias is the place to go. But now you can have all the stats, facts and and team player updates at the palm of your hand, all back with the renewed research team. They're fans just like us. Take this NFL season to the next level and download the Elias Game Plan app today. Choose from these three game plans when you subscribe weekly, monthly, or annual. But I can get you a 25% off your first month when you choose the monthly description. Just use our promo code SGPN25. Find the Elias Game Plan sports betting in the app store or play store today and use my promo code SGPN25. We are also brought to you by Promoguide.us. Promoguide.us is the best place if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the major books, and they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at the fingertips of your phone. I've got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo Updates and they got some of the most informative numbers in the game. They don't just tell you simply what team to bet or probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track and down and get your cash constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help with your picks, you are missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part about it is promo guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicating to building a well-informed, better Betting community, go to promoguide.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent, and proven method for a betting smarter method. So make sure you check out promoguide.us. And last but not least, we are brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform t- today playing pick'em contest versus your friends and other people for a shot at winning the big prize of $250,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for the correct picks, climb the leaderboard for a shot at winning the big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet up to 5 player prop over unders or individual player matchups across every major league sports and the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure you check out the no house advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but where you play. You don't want to miss out on this sign up now with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25 And we continue In the early window With a, the biggest spread of the day Pittsburgh Is going to Buffalo And anybody that's followed the Pittsburgh Steelers forever this is the largest spread In franchise history as an underdog Buffalo is laying 14 The over under is set at 46 And a half this is game one of the Kenny Pickett era you think this Number's too big or just right
1: it's gross. That's what it is, um, because on one hand, I, I am not a Pickett fan. I I don't like Kenny Pickett. Um, I was backing my boy Mitch Trubisky, and I would love to see him get beat by more than 14. But is Mike Tomlin the type of coach that's going to lose by 14? Um, as, as good as I think it would be for the Bills to lay a beat down because they've had, you know, their close win against the Ravens, their loss against Miami, they need a get right game. I just don't see Mike Tomlin being the type of coach that's going to lose by 14, no matter who's quarterbacking Um, maybe by 13, but I I don't like it at 14. So me personally, uh, as much as I want to fade pick it, I'm taking the Steelers here though. I don't know if I feel good about this one either way. What are you doing here?
0: I'm laying the chalk. I I know it's, it's crazy. I, I never thought I would be betting against Mike Tomlin as a dog of 14 points, but that, Game last week was a huge red flag. The fact that they had the rest advantage going, that was another Thursday night short rest that did not benefit the team on extended rest on the short mini bye week coming off that Thursday night loss. They've lost three in a row and they've lost to Cleveland, New York and new England. They're getting ready to play a whole different juggernaut. And I I look back to their playoff game in Kansas city, which was their biggest line before that they were 12 point underdogs in the playoff game and they got ran out of the building as well in that game. I think they're broken without TJ Watt. They they can't win a game without TJ Watt or be competitive for some reason.
1: Yeah, that definitely affects their defense. He's he's a monster on the field. Um, you know, best defensive player in the league in my opinion. So, I definitely hear that. Um, I just I don't I don't want to fade Tomlin yet. After this game, if they they don't cover this, I'll I'll fade him every game from then on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, uh something going in your favor, a look ahead spot for Buffalo or a sandwich spot coming off the big Baltimore win, the big road trip with Miami and Baltimore. On deck, they go to Arrowhead. Now, I was cautious because I'm like, man, they got they're gonna be looking ahead to Kansas City. So I looked back when they played in Arrowhead last year. The week before that, they beat Houston 40 to nothing at home. And then obviously the playoff game before <laughs> Arrowhead was when they demolished New England 47-17. So the look ahead to Arrowhead wasn't an issue for him last year. So I'm going to stick with that trend. And I I think this Bills team, they got through their hardest part of their schedule. And I, I thought them coming back and those elements. In the rain, the monsoon down 17 after they had just played in the heat, 100 degrees, told me everything you need to know about that team. That team, they're still the best team in the NFL, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the season on our preview, um, how the Bills had a really tough first four And then after that, it should be smooth sailing. So definitely hear you there. Um, I I could honestly see this being like a 31 to 10 or a 21 to 10. That's, that's what makes me nervous about taking the 14. So um, yeah, I guess listeners are going to have to decide which one of us (laughs) to side with here.
0: (laughs) The thing that's crazy is they haven't played a home. They've played one home game, the Monday night game. Yeah. And I actually thought Tennessee played well in that game for the first half before the wheels just fell off and, it seems like <laughs> that can up. happen <laughs> that it seems like that can happen to a lot of teams when they go to Buffalo yeah. now. So, I'm going to lay the lay the chalk as they say and take take Buffalo so but uh let's let's transition into the team that used to be a 14 point favorite but now they're one and three. Those New England Patriots are taking on the Detroit Lions who all they do is play in overs uh 4 and 0 oh, in overs this year in the over unders. Over/under set at 45 and a half. You going with Campbell or Belichick here in a desperate spot for both teams?
1: Yeah, it's amazing to me. No matter who the coach is, no matter who the quarterback is, this Lions organization just—they continue to let their fans down in close wins. (laughs) You know, like they—I'm sure the fans get so hyped for the games, especially when they're putting up all the points, all the statistics. It doesn't matter; they just keep losing. Um, And you can't even blame injuries on it. Last week, because Hawkinson was out. Uh, or I mean, Hawkinson had 179 yards, two touchdowns, Reynolds, 71 yards, Jamal Williams ran for 108 and two touchdowns. I just think it's a losing culture, and I don't know what it's going to take to turn it around. Um, and then the Patriots, on the other hand, they hung around with the Packers, and yeah. I know in our power rankings, people like the Packers, they are rated pretty highly. Um, you know, maybe they're overrated, the Packers, I don't know, but the the Patriots looked better than I expected I have a sick feeling this is going to end in a push um, if you get it at three so I would maybe see where it moves but I'm going to take the Patriots I think the Lions continue to lose here what are you riding with the Lions are they going to finally get one
0: so on the look ahead show that Rod and I do we gave out two weeks ago Detroit plus six and a half I like that and then I like New England minus three so I'm looking to kind of hit a soft spot there that four or five point win for new england hey matt patricia revenge game too uh yeah people forget uh patricia calling plays for new england but i'm with you this is a losing culture and last week really was a red flag for me with the lines going forward that i want to back detroit when they're a big dog like they were last year but when they're playing in these tight lines or when they're favored, I don't want to get behind this team because they're A, their bet their defense is terrible. I mean, they're de- like yeah. oh, they're yeah. giving up they're giving up like what six yards, six, seven yards a carry, it seems like. I think New England's gonna be able to run the ball at will with Stevenson and Harris. They had success yep. finally on the ground attack at Lambo, and and the Lions defense is a lot worse than the Packers. And I think Zappy can manage the game a little bit, kind of like Belichick wants. Um I, would you go the over here for the Lions to go five in a row?
1: Absolutely. I mean, while I think the Patriots' defense is pretty decent, um, I just think you stick with the trend for the Lions games here and keep hitting that over. I'm a I'm a big fan of Zappi. At the beginning of this year, I actually thought he should be competing for that starting job. I know they love Mac Jones, but um, I was a big fan of Bailey Zappi in college. I, I think he can run this offense and give them – a better element to the offense than Mac Jones can. So I think you're going to keep seeing them um, maybe improve if he keeps getting a shot.
0: No, I agree with you. And it sounds like Mac Jones is going to miss another couple games. And I think Zappy can hold the four till then. New England also started one and three as well last year. And I I mentioned Brady's trends on when they've lost two in a row. Obviously, Belichick has the same trends 14 and two straight up, 10 and six ATS. So I look for New England to get back on track in front of their home crowd. Absolutely. Let's go to the next game. And I I like this game and I, I know you're, I think you're going to like it too. Chicago is going to Minnesota, Minnesota coming off the London trip. No bye week, seven point favorites over under set at 44. Your Chicago bears are plus two sixty five on the money line, Minnesota minus 300. What do you think? You think your bears can get this done?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way. Bears plus seven. Um, I know last year we did not look good against Minnesota. We lost both games. They swept us. But historically we pay, play them pretty close um and to the last 3 um we won and the loss was by 6. So and and both the wins were in Minnesota. So I don't think the game being at Minnesota is going to do anything. I think we slow the run, pressure Kirk Cousins and The defense the Bears use, that blitzing cover-two scheme, I think matches really good against this Vikings offense because they should, anyways, um, the smart thing to do, always have a safety over Justin Jefferson. It's how the Eagles slowed him so much. Put a safety above there and just double-team him. Have a cornerback and a safety. Um, It's a big divisional game, too. I know people are writing the Bears off, and they have since the beginning of the season, but I don't think this coaching – this coaching regimen, I don't think they want to write themselves off. I think they have belief in their team. So, um, it, and public all over the Vikings, 88% mm-hmm. of the money, 72% of the tickets, very one-sided. So I, I'm going with my bears. You taking my bears?
0: Absolutely. You just touch on it. Minnesota is the most public side of the week, which is right there. a Big red flag. I thought they should have lost the game on Sunday in London. I thought they got, the benefit of a, nice, a couple of nice calls interference wise. So, that they were fortunate to get out of there and them not having a buy hurts. I think they're getting too much respect in the market right now because of their mm-hmm. week one win over Green Bay, who never plays well week one. I think Minnesota's overrated. Kirk is not good as a favorite either. And I'm not going to get behind him laying a touchdown. I think Chicago's able to limit possessions in this game, run the ball on a very not very good defense in Minnesota. And honestly, hey, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I think plus two sixty five, they're right there as a live dog, and they've covered four out of the last five games uh, against Minnesota. This this game is usually a close game, and these underdogs in, in divisional matchups have been profitable so far this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I like it. I I think this is a good spot for us, especially like you said, the the travel from London and no bye week. So yeah. um, definitely, I think that's a a good spot for the Bears.
0: So we are on the same page on your Chicago Bears. We were last week too and I thought I thought they were going to win that game. I really did. They just they made too many mistakes and let Dan Jones run for two touchdowns.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it was the same guy each time um Kyler Gordon, a cornerback, not playing where he should be playing and just leaving that field open for Dan Jones like Yeah. I get that you don't I mean Dan Jones is a better running quarterback than you would think. So um, I get that you don't really people don't think of oh he's going to run the ball all over us, but he's better than you think. And I can't believe they did that. I was so pit- I would have rather lost to Barkley running two. I really would have.
0: But Barkley was the quarterback by the end. Yeah, we're giving we're yeah. giving too much time uh, designated to the Giants. Sorry, Kramer. We, neither of us <laughs> want to talk about the G men. So hey, let's go from <laughs> your team to my team. We're gonna go Tennessee is laying two and a half. And they're also the other biggest public play of the week. Going to Washington, laying two-and-a-half, over-under set at 42-and-a-half. You think uh, Washington can finally get back on track, or does uh, Tennessee win three in a row here?
1: So I said I'm not ready to give up on my team but I am kind of ready to give up on your team. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't apologize for that, but yeah, 15-point loss to the Cooper Rush-led Cowboys. Oh, uh, two interceptions for Wentz. He's tied for most in the league. Let me ask you, do you think a quarterback change is coming?
0: Yeah, I think if they lose to Tennessee and lose to Chicago. So yep. look ahead to next Thursday, our teams play. So we won't preview that one, but we'll we'll have a friendly <laughs> wager going into that game. But uh, yeah, no, there if they lose, go. if these losing lose these next two, you got to go to Sam Howell or Heineke. Take your yeah. pick. I mean, if you want to maybe try and salvage the season and grind out seven wins, you go to Heineke. If you want to see what you got in the future, you go to Sam Howell. So I want to go to Sam Howell just because I've seen Heineke. But if they go to Heineke, I'm not going to be completely upset.
1: Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you there. Um, I I think that Wentz has proven once more that he is not the answer. Um, So I'm going to roll with the Titans at two and a half. If this was three, three and a half, I might consider the commanders, but at two and a half, I'm taking the Titans. So
0: (laughs) I'm going to go with my team one last time, (laughs) A, because we touch on it every week now. Vrabel is great as a dog, and he's not good as a favorite. For some reason, the Titans – always play down to their competition, especially when they come off a big emotional Colts game. They've won two in a row. I think this is a bad spot for Tennessee in terms of it's a coming over in a cross uh, conference matchup after getting two big, two big wins and one over your rival. Um, And I think, I mean, this is it for Washington. I mean, if they're going to salvage the season at all, you got to win this game. So it's the typical True. false hope win for Washington. So I'll take them plus 120 on the money line where they reel you back in so that they can go seven and 10.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> I've seen this before. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, if not, it, it will be Sam Howell or Taylor Heineke time here soon. So uh, what do you think of Tennessee going It's We touch enough
1: on Washington. Yeah. Um, I. Tannehill has had some games where he's looked like the Tannehill that led them to a winning record. And he's had some games where it looks like he's too worried about Malik Willis taking his job. I think this team gets better if you get the dual threat Willis in there. Um, maybe if he's ready. Maybe he's not ready. Passing wise, I thought he was going to need a year, but in limited play, I think he's looked pretty decent. Um, so it really it all rides on Tannehill. I think because Derrick Henry is the beast, even when. He's not putting up huge numbers. He's still a beast. Um, and they're built to run. This this team isn't really built to pass, though. Robert Woods got a touchdown finally last week, so that was good to see. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't think they're a powerhouse team you got to look out for, but I wouldn't count them out either. How about you?
0: I think kind of what they're over-under on win total was. Eight, I think it was eight and a half. I think they're right there, eight, nine wins. I think Jacksonville's you know. better than them in the South, believe it or not. But – I, I agree. I, I they're, they're tough. I mean, they, they are a reflection of their head coach with Vrabel. They run the ball, play good defense. Another reason I like Washington this weekend is actually Washington's run defense has been good, believe it or not, in back-to-back weeks against Philly, whose rushing attack is good, and Dallas with Pollard and Zeke. So I think they could slow Henry down and make Tannehill a passer. But that gets me into – the question is, are they better with Tannehill or Willis, I guess – Probably Tannehill right now, but I don't disagree with you that maybe a dynamic uh, quarterback like Willis could give their offense another dimension.
1: And why not get start getting him in on some plays, I think, even if it's just a read option type thing. Um, you got to be careful the defense just doesn't automatically know you're going to run it when he's in there, so he's got to pass. But I'd start throwing him in a series here and there just to mix it up some, you know, confuse the defense.
0: and Get his feet wet, so
1: – but, yeah, yeah. –
0: No, uh, I I love, I love Rabel. He's so fun to root for. So, and I know (laughs) Mike Rabel drinks trade coffee. He brings the energy. So, and you know who else drinks trade coffee, Justin and I, we both have our own collection of trade coffee. These guys are the best. They will help you work with you to create your own custom collection of trade coffee. They got like over 150 different selections of your flavors of coffee and if what I got isn't up your alley, don't worry. Trade will have whatever it is you want. You could shop their most popular coffees by roast or, f- or specific flavor. Or you can take their coffee quiz and get expertly matched with coffees you'll love. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to you try Trade Coffee right now. Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com/sgp that's drinktrade.com/sgp for $30 off your subscription to the best coffee in the country. You're probably wondering where Justin and I are pulling all these spreads, over-unders, odds trader no other than Odds trader is a place where you can compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sportsbook to get the best deal. The app also provides player sets, key stats, uh, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a, better bet tracking so bettors can keep record of how they're doing with their games and their betting activities, handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores, bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, projected game day weather, and Bet Tracker allows you to keep, like I said, record of your games. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And we will continue with the last two games of this early window. This is an interesting one. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing your take on this one, LA coming off a much needed one gets a two and two going to Cleveland. I'm seeing it down to two and a half now as a uh, road favorite. Are you back in the Brownies or are you taking uh, the bolts?
1: So I think, um, you know, Herbert showed that he's getting a little healthier. Now those dribs aren't bothering him as much. And, if he's Eckler got involved a lot. When he's healthy, this team's on a different level, and they're one of the better teams in the league. Um, I need one more week to see them, but they're going to be creeping up my power rankings if they can win this one. Mm-hmm. Their defense hasn't been as dominant as it was week one, but I still think they're a really good defense. Um, I think they can slow this run, force percent into turnovers. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I wasn't super confident on it at three. But because it dropped to two and a half, I really like it. So um, I'm going to go with the Chargers here. What do you think? Are you in the Browns? I'm going home dog. I think they're going to be able to run the ball at will
0: on L.A. L.A. struggled to stop the run. You saw last week with Damian Pierce going for over 100 yards. And I mean, this dynamic attack with Chubb and Hunt, that is that is a duo that is hard to stop right now. And I think I just think this is overinflated. I think this should be more of a pick em. So I'll go with the Brown the home team Browns uh on the money line plus one thirty five. I think they're gonna win this game outright. Bounce back. I thought they should have won the game last week in Atlanta. Bad interception by Brissett down the stretch. So I the Browns have been good at home too.
1: Yeah. Um this is interesting because normally you get about three points at home. Yeah. So if this was at a neutral site, the books think the chargers are about a five and a half, six point favorite. So that's kind of interesting to me Um, because at that line, I think it's off. But at three, I was leaning Browns at two and a half. I'm leaning chargers. So um yeah. this one, it's close, but I'm going to stick with the chargers here. Uh, I do think I like what you said there about the the runners. Um, They are dynamic. I mean, I love them. people kind of. Yeah. People kind of snickered at me thinking I took Kareem Hunt too early, but just the way both of these guys run, they put up great fantasy points, but they're also putting up um, big stats on the field. So, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. They have a really nice rushing attack there.
0: Yeah, and I think they're going to get Miles Garrett and uh, Jadavian Clowney back as well. They needed those two guys to stop Atlanta's rushing attack clearly last week. But, yeah, no, you said it. This this Cleveland roster – I think people forgot how good this Cleveland roster was uh, before Baker left and then the whole Watson drama and now Brissett comes <laughs> in. I mean, they were in the playoffs two years ago and almost upset Kansas City, and it's almost the same team – Except they added Clowney, and they did it behind this running attack and this really, really good offensive line. So, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. With they, 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 have an identity, and they know what they want to do. They want to run the ball right down your throat. So, I'm looking for this. These two played a great game last year. L.A. beat them in L.A. 47-42. So, we may have another track meet here.
1: Yeah, and I don't necessarily think Brissett is a downgrade from Baker. Um, no. I, I, I know Brissett's historically been a backup. Um, of course, part of that is because of injuries, but yeah, I don't think he's a downgrade. So I don't think it downgrades the team much at all.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you hundred percent there. Let's, uh, let's cover the last game of our early slate. This is an interesting one. We talked about th- this in the pre-show Seattle coming off the shootout win is going to New Orleans coming off the London loss. New Orleans is laying five and a half. Uh, I think we both think it's a little inflated. And a little surprising at how high it is over under set at 46, the look ahead over under was 40 and a half. So it's been bet up because of uh, Seattle's elite (laughs) offense behind Geno Smith, I guess now. So J Mark, what do you think here, man?
1: Yeah. um, Maybe it's just because they were playing a shitty defense, the lions, but Geno did put up 320 passing yards, 49 rushing yards, three total touchdowns. Um, And as I watched that game, I couldn't help but think back to our coach of the year picks when you threw out Pete Carroll yeah. because <laughs> if this team can continue to perform like that on offense, I was like, okay, he's on to something, especially thinking about all the draft capital they got in that Wilson trade. And then Geno, I mean, technically is looking better than Russell Wilson statistic-wise right now. So I think that was a really good pick. You're onto to something there. Um, I just saw a notification that Famous Jameis and Michael Thomas are both not practicing, so they might be trending out again. Andy Dalton didn't look terrible, but um, and Kamara should be back, which gives them some more dynamic, but I I don't know how this team is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. They've lost three straight. Their only win was by one point. How how do you favor them by five-and-a-half? So I'm all over the Seahawks here at plus five-and-a-half.
0: And that's why it's a close your eyes special for me. I'm going New Orleans just because (laughs) (laughs) this makes no sense. I think, but I do think Seattle, a little bit of a letdown spot. I mean, all you hear about is how Geno Smith is a top five quarterback. Now, statistically DVOA, they got articles written all about him now. And I'm like, let's pump the brakes a little bit. I I'm with you (laughs) though. I think it's hilarious and ironic. That all of a sudden it was let Russ cook. No, it, screw that. It's let Geno cook in Seattle. So yep. they that <laughs> offense is rolling with Lockett and Metcalf on the outside. They're running the ball with Penny, but I do think a lot of it is how bad Detroit is uh, defensively.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, they they are bad. Um, so bad. <laughs> like, yeah, um, it's crazy. I, I, I feel like at this point the bears could probably throw for at least 200 yards on them. And that's saying a lot. <laughs> now you guys um, don't throw. you yeah, guys only run the ball. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I don't know if you saw the last play of the giants game, um, where the, the bears tried their little hook and ladder over and over and over. But I saw a thing that said, um, There were more passes in that one play than the Bears have had all season. (laughs) Now, not true, but it's pretty close. They threw that ball a lot in that play. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't like this line. If it was three, I think I would be different on it, but I'm going to, I'm going to ride with Pete Carroll. I think he's um, showing that he is a, one of the better coaches in the league. So uh, I'm going to stick with the old man.
0: He looks like he's having fun. That's that's for damn sure. And I mean, he was he was running up and down those sidelines like the olden days on Sunday in Detroit. So but I, I they came off that big win against what was it? Denver week one against Russ and they mm-hmm. laid an egg in San Fran. I back to back road spot had to go all the way from Detroit back to Seattle, then back to New Orleans. I think it's a letdown and they kind of just come out flat and are content with uh, a split on the road trip. What, what do you make of this yeah. New Orleans team? I mean, they, one and three, this is a, kind of a surprise. Like, that they were one of the uh, maybe favorite, not favorites, but, like, people were saying they were a dark horse maybe to contend with even Tampa Bay for the division. Now, they are only one back because Tampa's two and two. But they have not looked good. I mean, they're not healthy either.
1: Yeah, no, they're not healthy. Um, I, I think that maybe they were a little overrated going into the season i think yeah. that we're seeing the the true saints team here that is not very good um the i don't think famous Jameis is the answer um despite the fact that he was injured and the red rifle got in there i just i don't have a lot of hope for this team unless they can can really show something different even i mean even kamara hasn't ran the ball as well as i expected he's been a bit of a disappointment um so yeah I, I think they're going to be a disappointment this year for people that were backing them.
0: I thought the Red Rocket actually was pretty good on Sunday. I thought he gave him a chance to win, but yeah, you're right. Kamara's hurt. Michael Thomas is hurt. Jameis is hurt. I think also we didn't realize how valuable Sean Payton
1: was. Yep. I think that's the the key piece that's missing there. He was a hell of a coach. So, um, And Andy Dalton, I, I've seen this before on the Bears. He does have a good game in him. And then it's all downhill from there. So, <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals
0: fans might agree with you at the tail end of his Cincinnati era. He was good at the beginning, but he, as he's gotten yeah. older, he's definitely regressed. Well, let's uh, let's transition into our final segment of the show, our lock dog and tease. I'll let you lead it off here. We're gonna we're gonna go two for two on these this week. I, I got a good feeling about this card
1: all right well um i'm gonna disagree with you on my lock here just on the game we talked about i'm taking seattle plus five and a half i just think pete carroll has this team believing in themselves when a lot of other people did not and uh, i just i don't i think the saints team is spiraling they're spiraling down pretty quick so um yeah give me seattle lock at five and a half
0: you know when you're on a skid like myself i always go back to all reliable this guy's been the best guy to back the last couple of years. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. I know you love that name. Uh, (laughs) Green Bay. So I'm going to get my lock out of the way and nail it by the time the early games kick off when Green Bay dominates New York. I think New York's content being three and one. They're just going to go over to London, feeling themselves, having a good time come back to the stage three and two after green Bay puts it on him. Green Bay's pissed off after almost losing to Zappy in the third string. As long as Rodgers doesn't throw another pick six, I don't see how the giants keep this within one score.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: What do you think? Lockwise,
1: I mean, dog, sorry. So originally, I had said that, or I had written down that, um, and I put in parentheses, this is not sucking up to Kramer, give me the Giants, but you've talked me out of that. So, <laughs> um, so I'm not taking the Giants, and actually, I'm going to go with a team that I'm one and one picking them as a dog. Uh, I know the listeners cannot see me yet, we will be on screen eventually, yeah. but. I got my Spider-Man shirt on for good luck because it's my nephew Aiden's favorite superhero. And one of the first things I taught him to say was, go Bears. So give me the Bears at plus 260 to upset Minnesota and uh, make Kirk Cousins look like Kirk Cousins. That is a big dog, too. I love that one. And last week,
0: remember, we gave out what, what was our money line Parlay? What was It it was Washington and Tennessee. So only yeah. one leg hit. Of course, Washington shit the bed. So, But yeah. uh, no, I, I love that one. And I will go – I'm going to go to uh, the dog pound. I'm going to go Cleveland, plus 135. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put together a dog parlay with our two dogs right now. Cleveland, plus 135. And Chicago, plus 265 for a nice payout of plus 7. Plus 720. There we go. So nice. Yeah, I'm gonna get in on that one because I'm with you. I like the Bears to bounce back. And then I also like the Browns. So that'll be a nice juicy. I'll play, I'll play our two dogs in a parlay. Where are you going like tease wise this week?
1: So you talked me into this too. I'm gonna tease the Packers down to two and a half. Um, yeah. because I, I just I see them winning by at least three. The Steelers, I'm gonna go plus twenty. Um, I realize that could be a beat down, but you, you give me 20 points on anybody in the NFL. I, I have to jump on that. Yeah. And then the Lions are forever disappointing, but they disappoint by losing by just a little bit. So I'm going to take them yeah. at plus nine. How about you?
0: You know, I like I like that Lions one, too. Um, I'm going to go I'm going to go with my lock and I'm going to tease it as well. So I'm leaving myself vulnerable here. You better come through Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I'm going to tease Green Bay down to two tease Tampa down to two and a half. And then for my final leg. Oh, I hate to put them in it. I'm going to tease <laughs> Washington uh, to plus eight and a half. So they better not get blown out for a third straight week. So I think it's a desperate. As you said I hate that. And I knew where you're going. <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I'm taking them out. I'm not. I, I refuse to back my own team and be burned by. Them. I'm putting Cleveland in there plus eight and a half. So Cleveland, Tampa Bay, and Green Bay for my teas this week. I like it. Yeah, I'm not getting burned by my own team three straight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Been being burned for 20 years by him. So, hey, J-Mark, before we get out of here, tell everybody where to find you.
1: Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Football. All sorts of um, football stuff, fantasy football. Got all sorts of good stuff, so find me there.
0: Yep, and you guys can find me at, at Moneyline underscore Mac also over on the college basketball experience now go check out the college football experience those guys are killing it colby nick and uh patty c those guys are in three out of the top five in, in the country right now in picking these games they release their show every wednesday night at i believe 8:30 pacific and then right after that the main station ryan and sean will dive into the nfl slate and they're 12 and 0 so far on their picks. so if you want to make some money follow the main guys
1: yeah um they've been on heaters we need to yeah. get on that yeah we need no, to get so, our heater going
0: <laughs> yeah no it starts this week and if you got anything hit us up in the discord um even you one one sharp shark right <laughs> that's right <laughs> come at <I'm> us <laughs> yeah, that's, that's our guy so we love to hear from you guys so hit us up if you got anything player props over unders uh, money line plays dog just let us know and good luck everybody this week in week number five and don't forget to let it ride